Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Urban Meyer is giving Tim Tebow a shot. What if he comes out and he actually starts balling out? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Omani Jones, what is your two cents on the subject of Tebow getting a shot? I just thought it was really stupid of Meyer. The Rich Eisen Show. This dude couldn't play when he was playing. Earlier on the show, Chiefs General Manager Brett Veach. Coming up, ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins. Plus, from All Elite Wrestling, Chris Jericho. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Part of my two-a-day, I'll be conducting the next two hours of the show as expertly as I can. And then I will be making my way to SoFi Stadium in Hollywood Park for the second time in two months. Last time was for my uh, Run Rich Run. As a matter of fact, it might be close to the one-month uh, anniversary of the date where I did run up there. Oh, how are you feeling about that? I, I, I can't wait to get back there because I can't wait to call up my office. It's my home office. They built a set right on the field. That's awesome. And so um, it's me and Mooch and Kurt and Irv, the game day morning gang, back together for all 17 regular season games for all 32 teams, the 2021 NFL schedule release show. Uh, uh, tonight at 8 Eastern time on NFL Network. And I cannot wait to tell you everything you already know and everything that uh, has already been leaked. (laughs) And I just hope there's a crumb left. I hope there's like week 14 late window on Fox. At least there's one thing left that Bleacher Report hasn't already tweeted out. Oh, they're going to get a phone call. Somebody in the Bleacher Report front office is going to get a phone call. I'll say that right now. So I've seen because you heard a Brett, Veach, Brett Veach on an hour. I don't want to know it. Don't talk no, no, about no, it. Gonna, I don't even know if it's accurate or not. No, no, I'm. But you heard this Brett Veach. You heard Brett Veach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, on saying he knows the schedule, and he said that it comes with like thirty warnings yeah. about of penalties if it. you leak it. Yeah. If you leak it, and a lot of people already know it because ESPN two knows it as well because they're putting together a show tonight. Also, our whole crew knows it. Right. Because they're putting together all the graphics. You know, it's, it is it is not easy to put a show like this together. But at any rate, I'm very excited about it at 8 Eastern time tonight. And uh, we'll be all over it on NFL Network best we can. I told you so. It was going to be Cowboys versus, um, versus Bucks sure. to kick it all off. Um, didn't know what they would put on Sunday night. But uh, I, again, SoFi Stadium was supposed to yeah, be front right. and center last year along with also the Vegas... Uh, stadium last year, but we all know the pandemic put 
the big celebrations of the openings of that stadium aside. So Sunday night football, NBC will start kicking the tires on SoFi uh, in the Super Bowl year uh, for NBC and SoFi Stadium in Hollywood Park. And then the Raiders will host the Ravens on, on Monday night football on ESPN, which has flex scheduling supposedly after week 12 of this year. So from weeks 13 through 18, got to get used to saying that, in the NFL, uh, so weird, this, right? yeah, weeks 13, I guess, through 17, because there won't be a week 18 Monday night football game. Right. Um, ESPN and ABC will have the ability 12 days in advance to call up the NFL and say, that Monday night game doesn't look so good anymore. We want this one from Sunday. And everybody who has tickets for a Monday night game, uh, don't show up. Because the stadium will be empty. Go show up on the Sunday and get flexed into. I mean, I think so, for a television product, that's a great idea. It is. And I'm sure Long ESPN. Overdue. Yeah. And I'm sure ESPN is happy about it. And I'm sure the NFL is happy about it, too, because people get to see it. And I assume that uh, that cost them uh, maybe an extra silver pass or two. Probably. Whatever it costs to, to put together Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Epcot. We'll take the cost of that. Something. So. Mickey. Good times. Good times, everybody. Um, so let's talk a little association here because Kendrick Perkins is going to join us shortly. Let's do it. And you watched the game last of night? Of course I did. Of course I watched the Lakers and the Knicks. And Julius Randle is so fun to watch. And so fun. After, you know, my anger subsided, I'm not a very get off my lawn type guy, but seeing the Knicks in their home whites on the home floor of the Lakers was just, it's just, it just pisses me off. It's just like, come on. What are we doing? No, I, what, uh, you I'm, just scrunched your nose. Am I no, wrong? No, no, right? no, just, no, 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 no. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. And I, I know that the Lakers, well, they're like the, the ones who on choose the what uniforms and the Knicks got to match. But put the Lakers in their gold and put the, Lake, the, the Knicks in their road blues. And, you know, there's a, there is something to nostalgia, people. And the people who get into the nostalgia are the ones who are going to buy the jerseys for the kids that you want us to buy. That's my missive to the swoosh friends of mine up there in Oregon. That's a great point. <laughs> That's a great All point. All right. Just because my kid might sit there and go, oh, Dad, I love that third, fourth alternate jersey so much, and I will turn to my son or daughter and say, what else do you want? Because I'm not doing it. So you wouldn't buy the jersey? No, <laughs> I would not. Because it pisses me off. I know when I'm being managed and sold something. Okay. I don't like it. Well, that's every time a commercial comes on. Right? I know, and I could be manipulated in a way to, to to buy something, but not when it offends my sensibilities and sense of history. Sorry, Rich Eisen. Come on, man! <laughs> like we could talk about we could show you. We could go way back. You know, Bernard King didn't wear the home white number thirty in in the old Forum. Come on now, Julius Randle wearing the home white Nick thirty. But that was a dot. That was a really, and that was an old school it game. Was an, it was an old school game. Yeah, that was an old school game where we're playing defense. You have the two best teams in the NBA in, the, in defense. You saw the graphic last night that they've given up the the Lakers have given up uh, the second fewest points per game in the league, and the Knicks are tops in that regard. Coach Thibodeau is Mister Defense. You know Frank Vogel brought a certain sensibility on the defensive side of the ball that. Anthony Davis is playing. All these guys are playing. It goes into overtime as the Knicks blew a, a lead late. Lakers win with mere ticks to go. And it was a big game for the Lakers. Big LeBron the was Lakers, there man. in his uh in his skivvies and and um and Spike. now 
And Spike was and in Spike, there, and a- Anthony Davis and LeBron are giving Spike the business, and that's old school. I like it. I like it. And the Lakers toughening themselves up for what's to come. And what appears to be coming for the Los Angeles Lakers is a Warriors team in a seven versus eight playing game. Now, the 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 Blazer, the Blazers, the Blazers have a difficult stretch over the next three games left. They finish up at Utah, at Phoenix, home for Denver, while the Lakers tonight get LeBron back against Houston, which has got the U-Haul backed up. At Indiana and at New Orleans, which doesn't have Zion and is about to be eliminated from the the play-in tournament. They're two and a half out. No Ingram either. I mean, that's done for New oh, Orleans. Yeah, so they're, they're so it looks like the the Blazers have winnable have, have uh, a tougher schedule than the Lakers. So it would behoove the Lakers to get the hell out of that seven spot, and it would behoove the Blazers and Mavericks to keep winning. Because who wants a piece of the Golden State Warriors? I will answer that question like a Harbaugh. Nobody. 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 And the answer is obvious the way Steph Curry's playing. He didn't come up with a 50-piece last night, but he did what he had to do, and then he's doing his Curry thing, which you've heard all the statistics that he's shooting his best beyond the three-point arc when he's dribbling 10 times or more before shooting. That's a stupid stat. (laughs) For for lots of different reasons. (laughs) Like he's worse when he's catching and shooting. He's better when he's getting himself in a rhythm and getting you having your ankles broken. He is just amazing. He is amazing. He is my MVP. And I know know the Joker is getting all, but he hasn't missed a game. And the Nuggets have not had, they've not been fork stuck because they lost Jamal Murray, right? That's this, am I not wrong? That's the sense of why Jokic is getting the love for MVP. He's having a great year. He's having a great year, statistically a great year. But statistically, it's the same year that James Harden puts up every year. But here's the, but, but it's not just statistically a great year. And the Nuggets, though, did not get fork stuck when they lost Jamal Murray. And the Joker has taken the mantle. They've got that kid Porter Jr., right, who's also doing very well? Yeah, Michael yeah. Porter Jr. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I, I'm not taking anything. And that's the problem with an MVP conversation is you're taking something away from somebody else, or you're at least you're seeming to be. Don't forget, the Warriors were supposed to be fork stuck when Clay Thompson's Achilles blew up, don't forget the number two overall pick in the draft in James Wiseman, he had much of a nothing burger. Certainly when you're comparing him to the rookie seasons of the guy chosen before him and after him, they they got a, a kind of like a big nothing from from their second overall selection. He was a contributor, but he got injured, and obviously he's, he's not Anthony Edwards. He's like, when you when you draft somebody second overall, yeah, you want to get not. a Lamelo Ball or an Anthony Edwards type contribution. That's what we thought we were going to get, right? True. And then Curry was coming off of an injury-marred season himself. The Warriors felt fork stuck from tip this year. They are now four games over five hundred. 
They are now the team you don't want to face in the playoffs. And if you don't think they're feeling it, did you hear what Draymond Green said last night after they beat the Suns? I did not. Okay. Now, let me just give you a quick history lesson here because I kind of remember it, but the 2006-2007 Golden State Warriors team was called the We Believe team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The We Believe team, Don Nelson got them yeah. to the playoffs. They actually won as an eight seed, right? Remember that? Oh, yeah. They, right? hadn't been in the, they hadn't been to the playoffs since, let me get this right, a 13-year hiatus. They got in it. Okay. That was the Baron Davis dunk on Karolinko, if you remember. Yep, that. sure was. So, because the Warriors were not expected to do what they're doing right now, somebody actually asked Draymond Green if this was the We Believe 2.0 team. Mm-hmm. Here's his response. The We Believe 2.0. What is your response to that when you hear it? I love the We Believe team. Um, you know, Matt B, Stack Jack, BD, all those guys. But they had their thing, and we got ours. Um, you know, the We Believe days are over. We won three championships. I'm not part of no We Believe team. Um, and like I said, that's no disrespect to the OGs that came before me. I love those guys, and what they started here is incredible. Jay Rich, um, Saginaw's finest. Uh, you know, no disrespect to them at all, because uh, what they did was incredible. Uh, but, no, we're not no We Believe 2.0. And Steph Curry on our team. <laughs> <laughs> We've got effing Steph Curry on our team. Man, that should be a t-shirt. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, he does. And don't forget, <laughs> don't forget, there are some championship hearts yeah. and minds on this team. Hearts of Lions. That's one of them. The coach is another. And they have F and Steph Curry on this team. We believe my ass. That's awesome. I heard that and <laughs> I'm like, okay, they are salty and ready. Yeah. Here we go. Everybody hold on to the family jewels because Draymond's <laughs> coming into the playoffs feeling it. I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't want a piece of this team. Now, I will just say this before we'll take a break and get Kendrick Perkins. Do you think the NBA deep down is like that playing tournament? Nah. Oh, yeah. The chance you, 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 the, the you chance want LeBron, LeBron is out, and you want exactly. Stephen, you want them and you want them coming in, yeah, and you want them focusing on the Jazz and the Suns, not the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Like it kind of hit me. Like oh yeah, and and we've been talking up this playing tournament. But, you really want them focusing on each other for right. one game and then exactly. taking on the Spurs and the Grizzlies? Or do you just want to say, let's go. Right. Seven versus two, eight versus one. And and then I, I'll i just say this. If the Spurs are the eight seed, which it looks like they, they, they could be the seven, but if they are the eight seed and they hear more of this, we believe 2.0, and you could be just like that team that won as an eight seed. You know, and actually avenge the We Believe team that got bounced by the Utah Jazz. You could do it against the current iteration of the Jazz, We Believe 2.0. And all the media's trying to draw these storylines. And if I'm the Jazz, I'm like, no, don't say that. (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no. We don't need those. No, 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 no. They'll talk the Warriors up. These are champions coming in. 
Don't put that. Uh, All of a sudden, the Jazz are like puffing their chests out all year. Like, yeah, we're the Jazz. We're the one seeds. And then suddenly they'll be talking up that eight seed. Oh, let's let's forget who they are. Draymond just reminded everybody. I love that soundbite, man. How's it going? Let's take a break. Kendrick Perkins next on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We'll hit him up on all of these subjects. And Urban Meyer on Tim Tebow. That's still to come this hour. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. First up, celebrity true or false with Bobon. True or false, you eat soup every single day, is that true? Yes, true. Why is that? Yeah, because like uh, it's a big deal in my country, soup. And we eat okay. soup every time. This is like when you're growing up, you say, hey, first you start your meal with the soup, and after that you can eat whatever you like. Okay. It's not, basically, it's 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 like how, how we do. Like in, you, when you eat soup, like basically you feel like you're healthy because like a little bit fuller stomach okay. and like not hungry too much. So do you at some point during the day, oh, you know what? I haven't eaten soup yet. I need to have my yes. soup. Yes. You have had that. Yes. Okay. What is your favorite soup? Butternut squash, chicken noodle soup, tomato soup, mushroom soup, everything like. Okay. Have you thought about making your own line of soup? Boban uh, soup. Boban soup. You know, like, this, this is a good idea. I, I would think about it. Yeah, let's pound that I out. I would think about it. I would think about it. Next one for, for Boban. Uh, celebrity true or false with Boban. False. You do, not like, <laughs> you, you do not like cake. You do not like cake. No cakes. Not big fan. Why? What's wrong no with cake? No cakes. I, I, like, I like, like, small desserts. Like, if I eat something, I would eat, like, something, like, really, like, to enjoy because... Small dessert. Did you get? They're all. They're yeah, all small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all small too. <laughs> Everything. So if I have you over for dinner, soup, uh, Nutella crepe. Yes. Okay, that's the. That's, easy. That's you a combination. Easy. That's huh? very simple. This La- like this, like a couple bucks. Nothing more. Nothing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for you, Bobon. True or false? You love to shake hands. Is that uh, true? But like to be honest, people more like to shake my hands than I like to shake. <laughs> <laughs> You know, every every time okay. you know, like every time you know, like when somebody somebody come to me, like I just I just come from the restroom, I wash my hands, I ready I ready, I ready to eat food, read, yeah, and yeah. I was like I was like walking like this, I hope some somebody not shake my hands, and that time like somebody comes, hey, how are you? And I was like, how are you? That's when you go with the fist pound, right? There. Yeah, you know, I know. You the- I I know. Good stuff from Boban back in the day, man. I love he's, that guy. He's the tallest person you've ever met, right? I don't know how is he taller than Kareem? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think he's, he's taller than Shaq. I think Bobby officially got uh, measured at seven four last year. Yeah, seven four. All right, this is Kendrick Perkins' first time calling into the show. Did he we? is first right. time, first time. Let's get him. We are efforting. Kendrick okay, very good. So. 
844-204, rich number to dial here, people. Look at that. I mean, look at the size of my fist and its relation to his fist right there. I mean, that's insanity. It's like that old picture of Andre the Giant, him holding a can of beer, and it looks like, like a toy can. Like yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cans, you're like, no, <laughs> right. that's a real can of beer. That's what Boban's hands are like. Right. Giant of a man. Well, Chris Jericho will be calling in uh, hour number three. Always mm-hmm. fun talking to Chris. Jericho's amazing. He is great. Got thrown off a cage the other day. Man. Oh, what? We'll have to talk to him oh, about yeah. that. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Keep me honest here because I can't see on the on the uh, board here if uh, Kendrick Perkins is uh, on the line. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Chris Jericho coming up in hour number three. How confident are you in the Clippers? They've kind of been under the radar screen and here. I, Rich, I, mean, I, so, I love it. So I know you love it. Well, I'm saying I love the under the radar because, you know, everyone loved to clown on Paul George after what happened in the bubble last year. And Pandemic P. Yeah, playoff P. And then, you know, when Pandemic he had a, Pandemic a few pa- bad games throughout the year. But He's been terrific Paul this year, George though. has balled out this season, and no one's talking about it, and which is fine. Like, let us float under that radar. Um, I like that team, man. I think they're really strong. And, um, you know, be, again, going back to the end of last season, as yeah. a Clipper fan, you yeah. can never let your expectations get too out of hand. Well, here's the thing: is just don't go up three games to one, <laughs> bro, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, yeah, <laughs> just don't do that. But, but I, yeah, I, you, you you most just just go up three games to oh. Three oh. <laughs> yes. And then what? Sweep them or let, just go two zero and then let no, them get no, a game? No, 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 like no. You're eventually going to have to. In order to get to four, you've got to count to three. You know, uh, so. good point. Good point. But it looks like, um, you know, if you do get locked into the three spot, you'll take on you'll take on the Mavs or the Blazers Mavs or maybe even the Lakers. Oh, baby. Wow. That would be something. I enjoy his work immensely on ESPN, and I don't think we've ever met. So this is the first time I have a chance to say hello to uh, Kendrick Perkins, longtime NBA player and now great analyst on The Jump and so much more on ESPN. How are you doing, Kendrick? Rich, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. For Thank you for coming on here, Kendrick. So let's get into it. I saw your tweet last night about how you were enjoying the old school nature of the Knicks and the Lakers. We don't we don't usually see type of play like that anymore in the NBA. Certainly not this year. Let's put it Absolutely. that way, right? And we and we're talking about we're talking about two teams that are two of the best defensive teams in the in the in the uh NBA and when you look at it they hang their hats on there. That was one of those games where we enjoyed it, right? Like you enjoyed every minute of the competition, guys guarding each other, sprinting back on defense. And look, this is this is why we should all be applauding the NBA for adding in the play in tournament. Because no way in hell would we have seen a game like this if this, if the play in tournament wasn't in existence, right? This late into it was that old school, get it in the trenches, no no easy layups, no easy shots. Everything was contested. That's how the game's supposed to be played, Rich. <laughs> no, I, I like the, what you just said, Kendrick, because just in the previous segment, um, I, I, we went to break before you know calling you up about how I'm wondering if the NBA would lament the fact that they do have a play-in tournament as much as we've been talking about it and, and can't wait for it. Um, that you know, you don't want you, you you you'll take the Lakers and the Warriors in right now, right, as opposed to run the risk of losing Curry or or LeBron from the Western Conference playoffs. But you're saying that if the Lakers didn't have a reason, eight games over 500 to play 
a game like that last night and that the playing tournament would have been that, um, we wouldn't have seen last night's game, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And, and, that's, and that goes around the entire NBA. Like, you're looking forward to watching games tonight that we probably would have never looked forward to watching, like the Hawks and Wizards. Both of those teams are playing for – that's the thing that you – like, and also throughout the whole NBA thing about the play-in tournament is that it holds teams, players, uh, organizations accountable for the regular season and not to take it for granted. And look, I'm a bit, I'm a firm believer of this. Okay, every action has a reaction. So it started with the load management, in my opinion. Guys start load managing. Guys not really, guys not really uh, performing like they should. Guys doing things to that nature, not showing up to games where fans pay their hard-earned money. So guess what? The NBA say, okay, y'all want to take the regular season for granted? Let's let's throw in the play-in. That means every regular season game means something if you're trying to accomplish a goal. Kendrick Perkins of ESPN here on the Rich Eisen Show. Who's your MVP? So right now my MVP, and and it changed because – I was originally going with CP3, okay? But Phoenix has had a drop-off, and it's been fluctuating, all right? And so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now, that you have to give it to Jokic. You have to give it to Jokic. You have to have Jamal Murray and the numbers that he's putting up. Them because of his his performances, I would have to go with big Jokic down there in, in, in Denver. Like like Greg Clapper would say, the modern day Larry Birds. Well, the issue for me on that Kendrick is that we really weren't talking about him for it uh, until Jamal Murray went down, and you know I know he's played every game this year, and I know his statistics have been remarkable, and 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 the the, the Nuggets are still a championship threat, but I don't know if I if I wouldn't give it to Curry. Because if if we're going to say to Jokic that he's done what he's done um, and 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 avoided his team getting the fork stuck in him by an injury bug, then we should afford the same thing to Curry with Clay Thompson, even though that didn't happen during the season. You yeah, know? but we can, we we can't give not not as the AC though. We're talking about like you you can't give a guy the MVP. And look, I'm all in for Curry. I think he must see TV. Don't get me wrong; he's having an exceptional year. But we can't reward Curry and they they're being an eight seed and they possibly could be a ninth seed. If that's the case, we could reward Russell Westbrook. Who's your MVP in the East then? My MVP in the East is Joel Embiid. I mean, I know he missed, you know, 19 to 20 games, but what he's been doing for us, putting up 30 points, 10 rebounds, and shooting 50% from the field, he has – arguably been the best player in the Eastern Conference. And that's saying a lot when you have over there in the East. By the way, Philly is sitting at the number one spot. And there's no it's look, every single night, people know that the ball is going through Joe L and B and they still cannot stop this man. He's a two hundred and seventy five pound version of a So that's in the East that's my M V P. All right, Kendrick. Let's let's hold on, Kendrick. Your your phone goes in and out. We're going to call you right back just to see if uh, if we might get a better line right here. That's Kendrick Perkins of ESPN because he's saying many uh, 
important, interesting things that, like, for instance, he's at 275-pound what? Yeah, right. I missed out on that. <laughs> Did he say Akeem Olajuwon? Was it, was that Akeem? It could have been. I mean, who would you say he's the closest thing that you've seen to a, an Akeem Well, Olajuwon? I mean, he's got a ton of moves, man. And he gets to the line, and he makes his free throws. Makes the foul. The number of times that I could say to my, my kids, like, look how many times he gets to the line, you know what I mean? And look, And he makes his free throws. Uh, too clear of the Nets, who get hardened back tonight. Look at the Hawks, the Heat, and the Knicks, all at 38 and 31. And the difference between playing the Bucks, Nets, and Sixers might be a huge difference. A huge difference. Right? Your Celtics are literally falling apart. Uh, it's over. We're going to lose in the playing game to Charlotte and then lose to the Wizards, and that's a wrap. Wouldn't that be interesting? Is that uh, Kemba Walker versus Charlotte to start that one off right there? I mean, it'll be entertaining, but I don't expect us to win. So you'll lose to the Hornets and lose to the Wizards and then just uh, yeah, go into uh, that good night? Going into the good night. So oh, well. <laughs> That's my prediction. Back here on the Rich Eyes Show. How are you, Kendrick? You there? Hey, hey, fellas, sorry about that. Y'all know I'm living in, right now, I've been living in the hotel room since the uh, weather, the ice storm hit because it messed up my home. So sometimes the signal go in and out okay. in this hotel room. But I'm right back. I'm right back. You like sound great. Well, the thing that, that, that caused me to say, let's call let's call Kendrick back, is you said Embiid is a 275-pound version of, and then you went out. So of a, pick that of one up. Of Elijah one. That's it. Yeah, of Akeem Olajuwon. I mean, look at his footwork, everything about him. I mean, the soft touch, the turnarounds over both shoulders. I mean, obviously, MB expanded his game. He has the Euro steps, the in and outs. But, hey, if Akeem was playing in this game, I'm pretty sure he could do a Euro step as well. So that's who I think is the best player in my eyes in the Eastern Conference right now. No one can stop him. Which team is under the radar for you going into the playoffs, Kendrick Perkins? And, and you couldn't even include the one seed in the West? You know, the Suns seem to be getting more run than Utah because um, we're waiting, I guess, for, for Donovan Mitchell to come back and be healthy. Um, I'll give you another another option. You know, um, there, there's, a, there's a team here in Los Angeles that gets under the radar every single day that they exist. Where do you? What's the most under the radar team that you got right now entering the playoffs? When I look under, when I talk about under the radar, I talk about I want to talk about a team that no one is talking about, right? No one, and I'm not talking about the Lakers. I'm not talking about the Clippers. I'm not talking about the Knicks. All Nets, all the Philly, or even Miami. Can we talk about the Atlanta Hawks for a second? Do it. Let's talk about Atlanta Hawks, right? Coach of the a candidate for Coach of the Year, Nate McMillan, has done a great job. Trey Young has been flying under the radar. I don't know how because he's been putting up monster numbers, scoring wise, and dropping assists. And then you look at John Collins, who should be a candidate right under Julius Randle for most improved. Clint Capella has arguably been the best defensive center probably right after Rudy Gobert as far as his impact on the game. They have shooting in Bondanovich. They have bench scoring in Gallinari and Lou Will. And it's just like they have the makeup and they're winning games and they're steady flying under the radar. And everyone is taking this team for granted. Everyone is saying, oh, well, we can't wait to get the Hawks in the first round matchup. Like the Hawks are no pushover. They're, they're in the middle of the pack of the Eastern Conference for a reason. 
So, uh, Kendrick Perkins here on the Rich Eisen Show. Now that you're part of the paparazzi, have you pissed off anybody that you know or consider a friend <laughs> in the league based on what you've said? Because you, you, uh, you pull no punches, Kendrick. Oh, yeah. I piss them off all the time. But you know what we do? But see, let me, let me tell y'all something, okay? Yes. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me address this situation. Please. The same Kendrick Perkins that you hear talking right now or that you may hear saying something on television about someone is the same Kendrick Perkins they knew that I would say the same thing in the locker room. Like, so guys know that the things that the perk that they see now is the same perk that they saw for years, especially guys that I shared the floor with, right, that I played on the same team with. So all those guys know stuff. They, I get text messages and be like, perk you crazy for that statement. Then we'll call each other, we'll argue for a minute, then we'll hang up, but we're still friends. But you know the thing that I love is that all the guys that I play with, all the guys that I call my brothers that are still in the NBA, even Kevin Durant, right? That's still my brother. Me and KD still talk. And they all know that I have a job to do, right? And they know I'm not going to be biased. I'm going to call it like I see it. If they play bad, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to be the first to give them their flowers as well. So we have that understanding. But you do get texts of people saying what, it's, and then you have a conversation. You 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 hash it yeah, out like yeah, that has yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, they text me and then I call them. They text me and then I call them. I don't call them pissed off. I call them trying to laugh it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, is that the flowers the, the, as yeah. well? That's the flowers. I mean, as you well? know, and, and look, they get understanding from where I'm coming from, and we just talk about it. You know, I'd rather not say, but I get text messages in there. But you and Durant, you're you're good. Everybody's good. You're you're good with everybody going to the playoffs, or yeah, I'm good. I'm good. They know. They know. I'm, hey, man, look. Like I tell them, I'm the same perk y'all been knowing. I'm just now. I'm just on the other side. I'm in the media, and y'all know I'm watching the game. I may, I may, I may be wrong twenty percent of the time, but I'm right eighty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good percentage of this is. Was that better than your free throw shooting? What what percentage was yeah. that? Were you eighty no, percent from the line? Than my free throw shoot. My free throw shoot was probably about sixty percent. Oh man! Look, I know we just met uh, Kendrick, but how do I get invited to Paul Pierce's Shabbat dinner? How do I do that? You don't want to do that. No, want to do that. Hey, look, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. And if we do, if we do get invited, we want to make sure that all phones. Oh, uh, compensated at the front door. <laughs> but I got to make sure I tell my wife that everything's fine. You know, unless she's watching, uh, she could be watching it live. You never know, you know. Uh, oh, my gosh. That was something else, man. Um, it was. Uh, so uh, your, your, your championship years, um, do you think you could have won more at the time, those championship years? Kendrick Perkins, another one, more than just the 08? What are you what are you saying on that subject? I do. I do. I think in 2010, we would have beat the Lakers if I wouldn't have gotten injured. Just remember, right, when, when healthy, our starting five never lost the playoff series. So, you know, we had, we had one game, and we, we, had, we had to win one game out of two, and I figured we was going to get the job done. If I would have played, just think about it. We was up 14 points in game seven going into the fourth quarter. And they just out-rebounded us. Uh, KG was worn down from banging with Bynum and, and, and Gasol. 
and that's why I would have took the load off of him. So I I know for sure I would have had two rings up under my up in my trophy case. So do you think Doc? What what has he brought to Philly, Kendrick? That 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 clearly, you know, uh, he was trying to put together here in Los Angeles, um, and uh, and and in Philadelphia, we all know what their troubles were over the last couple of years. What what do you think he's brought to this equation? That you see. See, Doc is great with personalities. Doc is great with chemistry. If you want to be, if you're a guy that want to be bought in, and if you're a guy that want to be held accountable, so this was a perfect situation. You have two guys, young guys that in Joel and B and Ben Simmons that look up to Doc and value Doc. That's the first step, right? Mm-hmm. And then Doc is great at putting guys in position to be successful. That's why we see Joel and B doing what he do because Doc is 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 saying no, Joel, you don't have to just go on the block. If you want to bring it up, if you want to do in and out crossovers, however you want to get into your offensive bag, go ahead and be yourself. Ben Simmons, you don't have to shoot a jumper. If you want to be a facilitator and lead the league in assisted three point shots, then do that. Be the best version of Ben. And when you get a coach that buys in and appreciate what you do and not try to make you into something you're not, then you get the results that the Philadelphia 76ers are getting right now. Just remember, Tobias Harris had his best year under Doc Rivers before Philadelphia with the Clippers. He's having another great year right now. Dwight Howard is playing exceptionally well. And then you add add the defensive coach, Yeager, from from, – from Memphis that was in Memphis when they was going through those, the grind, you remember with Tony Allen and all them, they had one of the best defensive teams in the league. He's over the defense. So it's no, it's no secret why they're great offensively and they're great defensively because he has, now Doc has that Tom Thibodeau, Doc Rivers relationship that he had in Boston. It's the chemistry. Kendrick, I appreciate the time. Let's do this more. I really appreciate you calling in. Like I said, I've really enjoyed watching you on ESPN and and your your ability to dissect something and then and then also weave in your own personal experience. It's it's uh it's not easy to do transitioning from uh, from the court or the field to a microphone or a studio. You do. I, I really enjoy watching my son. My youngest son is a diehard Celtic fan, so I'm seeing a lot of your work that you do for that as well. Um, and so uh, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you. And I, hey, look, anytime have me on, I'm a huge fan. And I know I talk slow and country at times, but y'all get what I be saying. No, I'm, I've, <laughs> I'm I've, just <laughs> I've picked up everything that you've put down, Kendrick right. Perkins. Everything. All right. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. The, the ESPN Hoop Streams co host and also analyst on the jump and so much more, Kendrick Perkins here on the Rich Eisen Show. Perk. It's so funny when I said, do you think you could have won more? You know, in your times in Boston, you know who kept chiming into my ear? Oh, I, yeah. Boston super fan. By he's the saying, way, he's, he's saying, a- I got hurt. He's like, yeah, it was game six. Yeah, Bur- Perk's know? not lying, though, he, man. He's Perk's, Perk's not lying. Kevin, Gar- Kevin Garnett gets hurt in 2009 uh, with like three quarters of the season where that team was better than the 08 team. And then in 2010, Perk goes down in game six of the NBA Finals. And then in game seven, he's not joking. Pagasol had 20 rebounds. Should have been MVP of that series. Kobe shoots four for 26 in game seven. Celtics blew a 14-point lead. I watched it 
with Mike Del Tufo. It was the first time I ever met Del Tufo. Get out of here. The first <laughs> time he I accuses <laughs> you of being the cooler. The first time I ever met Del Tufo, I was with Wirtz and Giant, and we went to this sports bar in Santa Monica. There was a really long line. Del Tufo was already inside and got us in, past the long line, in the velvet rope. First time I ever met Mike was game seven. I watched that in a bar full of Lakers fans. I am ready to celebrate like crazy because I assumed with the 14-point lead we were winning that, and the Lakers came all the way back. That was when Ron Artest hit the huge three-pointer, yeah. thanked his psychiatrist in the post-game press conference. Kobe never passes to me, and he passed the ball to me. Oh, man. I had just moved to L.A. that year. It was uh, not a good day. I feel you, bro. I but was the, bright, the bright side was on all of that is you got to meet Mike Del Tufo. <laughs> and your life was You're lucky that he's not here right now because right now he would be crowing about the fact. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know people, and I got you in the bar. That he line. got you into <laughs> a bar. Definitely got us in the bar. But that is day. also Mike Del Tufo at his finest where yep. he's, I'll, I'll do what I can. He is. He doesn't know you from Adam. He nope. does love Giant, who you refer to, Andy Gregg, producer, Chris Wirtz, producer at NFL Network. Yep. Doesn't know you from Adam, but gets you in, even though he despises Boston <laughs> sports. Yep. Wow. And he accuses you of being, there it is, there's the <laughs> backstage the pass, Tufo. the Mike Del Tufo experience. First time I ever met Mike. No kidding. Yep. Well, he's back tomorrow. We'll ask him his perspective on all of that. <laughs> But completely different story. It, it, at least, you don't, <laughs> at least you got a fuzzy memory about the details of the loss. My yeah, God, yeah. I, you know, I was with. The, I was in Big Wings in North Hollywood watching oh, that, and you know, I'm not a Laker fan. Of course, the entire bar is filled with Laker fans, and there's about 13 seconds left. Everyone's jumping up and down. I snuck out yes, of the bar. Like yeah, I'm getting smart. text messages. Where'd mm. you go? I left. I was like, I can't be here yeah. to watch this celebration. <laughs> that was painful. Man, that's coming up on. 10 years, or was it 2010, 2011, 2010? Was, was yeah, it 9, yeah, 2010? Yeah, yeah. It was 9, 10 season. 9, 10 yeah, season. Yeah. Wow, 11 years. Crazy. That's an 11-year. And then the next year, your world opens up when you get hooked up with the Rich Eisen podcast, television show. Bob when Boom. NFL Network comes to me and says, hey, there's a lockout going on. We really need cheap programming on TV. Would you mind televising your podcast? And I said, on one condition. Mm -hmm. You call it inexpensive programming. <laughs> not cheap not cheap yes <laughs> I thought that's you were going to say I thought you were going to say your caveat was no. Brockman <laughs> Lawrence Lawrence Randall yeah. of NFL Network Programming Department calls me into his office and he goes love your podcast listen to it all the time let's film it would you want to televise it nobody was televising podcasts period how long were you guys doing it at that point I was doing it for just a few weeks been, and months. It's been a few months. That's yeah, it. And then the TV started after. Again, I started, this show was born out of me going into Steve Bornstein, the, my boss smart enough to have hired me twice, and saying, I want to do a podcast. You know? You were ahead of the curve on that. Well, Bill Simmons was ahead of the curve. Yes. Yeah, so I saw what Bill Simmons was doing, and I'm like, I could do a podcast, and let me do one for the NFL network the nfl media group wasn't even born yet and i remember bornstein was looking at me he doesn't know much from podcasts so he says to me how much is it going to cost me and i said nothing he goes fine do it <laughs> <laughs> that was it told nobody what i saw so i was on my own to basically say yeah. i need to know i need a studio i need this i need that everyone's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm starting a podcast yeah and so and you know here we are and then brockman was are. the producer of the television version TV of program. it and then he started coming on, and now look at him. He's a father and everything. But still, when it all comes down to it, I had no idea 
that he was still licking the wounds of that big-time loss. You were in my year. Yeah, 2000, 2009 team was better. 2010, we should have done it. Yeah. As I'm talking to Kendrick Perkins. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Urban Meyer has spoken about Tim Tebow, and he did it on a Chris Collinsworth podcast. podcast. That's next. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Mike Del Tufo is standing in a microphone that's uh, about, I'd say, 20 feet away. Yep. Looking right at Mr. Wonderful of Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank. Go for it, Mike Del Tufo. What happens if, like, something happens to me and 2,500 miles away, my family's there and they don't know I could be sitting in the apartment alone, dead for days? So I came up with an idea for an app called Just In Case that would be basically you download it and you could check in with this app. And other people could see that, A, you're alive still. You could basically be tracked with it. And in theory, basically, it would keep you, you know, people knowing what's happening to you. Just to get the whole story yeah. before I completely eviscerate you. Go ahead. How, how, how would you make money doing this? You'd, a subscription per, per month. Well, people are going to pay per month. 99 cents per month. Very cheap. $12 a year. <laughs> okay, so here's a scenario. Yep. Like you're in your apartment. You die. Don't you think the neighbors are going to smell your rotting corpse? <laughs> oh, no. There was actually a person in Santa Monica that sat for eight days, two buildings down from me, before people knew that that person was dead. That's the worst idea. I, it, not only does this have zero merit, I mean, the chance that people actually want to contemplate their mortality and pay 99 cents a month doing it is crazy. Think about it. If, you, if, you're, if your mom calls you for two days and doesn't get an answer, she's probably going to call the super and say, go check on his corpse. Like, think about it. They don't need 99 cents a but month for that. But in theory, wouldn't you want, would, if it's something you don't have to do, Mike, other people can check in? you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> like, who cares? But just in case. No, I won't care. There'll be a new guy. How does the app there know are, you're dead? The app doesn't know you're dead. You what have to tell is, it you're not the dead. The app would tell not you dead yet. that you're not checking in. Every time you unlock your phone, it would ping, and you put people on a list that know that if, like, your, your mother's in Florida. 
She could be sitting in the house. You know that at least she's checked in on her phone if you're their kid. You don't have to talk to him on the phone. You don't have to call him. And if it's a kid, what? you know the kid. Well, if you think you're, if you're, if you're worried if your mother's happened. dead, why don't you call her? Well, call let's your say, mother, Mike. Call let's, your mother. But let's just assume that you, let's, you don't. You're not going to call. People don't call their mother and father and live 2,500 miles away Mom, every day. I just want to make sure you're not minute. dead. Like, are you kidding? You should call your mother every day. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, all day. You don't know. Oh, oh you want to know the exact moment your yeah, mother dies. you can dies. check in. You know that they've actually... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. So she logs on and says, I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, like, man. Are you, like, you know, Mike, horrifically bad. Really bad. Really bad. <laughs> I tried. I mean, that is a professional eviscerator. <laughs> yes. He does Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank. Oh, my word. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. The reason why I asked Kendrick Perkins about, you know, do you hear from players who are, who are upset about what you're saying is a lot of players don't appreciate it when one of their colleagues goes into the paparazzi and starts truth-telling. You know, and it's good on Kendrick Perkins that he calls them up and hashes them out because, you know, that's break. You know, the people think that that breaks a code. But as he said, he understands he understands and they should understand that there's a job to do. And a lot of players don't do that when they come off the court or go on the field. They kind of put a little hitch in their giddy up. And um, it doesn't serve anybody right doesn't serve the viewer. It doesn't serve the analyst. It doesn't serve the network. It doesn't serve anybody. So hopefully that'll be the first of many uh, many appearances for Kendrick here as we go through the playoff season. Because so I'd love to get his perspective. I love it, love it. So uh, Urban Meyer was on the NFL Draft live Saturday late seventh round coverage because they were done uh, in the Jacksonville draft room. They were done with their draft. He joins. And I asked him about Tim Tebow uh, at the end, and he said that they were – Going to get around to it, essentially. Had no idea that they already worked him out. As confirmed by Urban Meyer on Chris Collinsworth's podcast with Richard Sherman. Here's the exchange that they had when Chris asked him about the possibility of bringing Tim Tebow onto the team and giving him, giving him a shot at making the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2021. Yeah, we have not signed Tim. Uh, there's a thought going around, you know, he... Uh, he was in the best shape of his life, asked to see if he could work out with a couple of our coaches. Uh, I wasn't even there. And uh, they came back to me and said, wow, this guy's in incredible shape. And I said, then I went another time and watched him try him out. And they said, go work on these things. He comes back later. They try him out again. I'm not there. And they come in and they said, wow, you know, this guy's ball skills. He's a great athlete. He looks like he's 18 years old, not 20, whatever he is, 33. And I said, guys, you don't understand now. This guy is, you know, he's the most competitive maniac you're ever going to talk to. And let's give it a shot. And I have not decided if we're going to do that or not yet. I'm getting close. I got to make a decision here pretty soon. I, I, I'm I, all in on it. Again, I don't understand the Tebow hate. Um, I don't understand it. Um, it is, in my mind, not apples to apples at all to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, not getting uh, a shot in the NFL as he should, as he should. I, I, you know, you'd have to wonder if Jim Harbaugh was a coach in the NFL with, you know, years of success and a front office support, if Colin Kaepernick would have had his shot already, right? 
if his college coach was an NFL head coach with a ton of support from the front office, like Urban Meyer clearly has in Jacksonville, would Colin have gotten the opportunity? It's just, it's just, it's not even the same thing. Tebow's not being tried out for quarterback. He is giving an opportunity for a tight end spot in the NFL, and it's a long shot. And to me, I, I, I hope it happens. I hope it happens because it'll be something of interest. Trust me, that opening game Jacksonville at Houston would be that much more interesting if Trevor Lawrence has Tim Tebow to throw to. <laughs> you will be definitely tuning into that game, regardless of the fact if it's Terod Taylor or Davis Mills, who we're assuming will be the options for the Texans in week one, not Deshaun Watson. And it will be the prism by which Urban doesn't care, but it will be the prism by which Urban's first few weeks and months, if not full year in the NFL, will be measured. The fact is, the fact that he's bringing on an old college buddy of his in the NFL and giving him a shot after not playing for, what is it again, nine years, Chris, right? It's nine yeah, years nine between years. snaps. I mean, that, thousand plus I mean that, that's, that, that, that's quite a hiatus. Nine years between snaps. And bringing him in just like, you know, hey, let's let's bring him on a let's give him a shot. Let's give him a scholarship. It, it, it'll be viewed as Urban doesn't know how the NFL works. And if Tebow works out for Trevor Lawrence and proves to be a non-story, which I think it will be, um certainly on the front of of it of a failure. I mean, if it if it doesn't work out, it's not like it costs them draft choices or money or anything like that. And if it works out, then it'll be like, boy, Urban's doing it the way he wants to do it. <laughs> this will be the prism by which it's measured. Because Trevor Lawrence, unless Trevor gets totally regressed and looks yeah, like yeah. something that he's never looked like, which I don't think will ever happen. Unlikely. Right. This will be the one. That, uh, that This one right here. Oh, yeah, Urban. Certainly if he doesn't make the team. Good luck, 2021. Then they'll play football games. We'll forget about it. Yep. But if he plays football games... And he does well. Oh, Urban's doing it his way, isn't he? Jacksonville was smart to just give him the whole story. <laughs> he saw something in Tebow. Tebow is leading the locker room for Urban's culture. But if he does get there and he doesn't deserve it and he doesn't play well and he's still there, then as Bamani Jones said yesterday, he'll come across like Urban Snitch in the locker room. And how's that work? All of it is just filled with intrigue about how we're going to view Urban and Tim Tebow and the NFL and all of them. I am here for it i am having a front i'll be to, to use the tony bennett uh song phrase i'll be applauding from a front row seat hard knocks. that's where i believe that's Let's where, go. i know you're saying that hard I, I knocks mean, i don't know I, I think the front office would be all for it because they're all they're they're they know it's all about branding here mm-hmm. but urban might be like yeah that's not happening you want that, don't you? It in the worst way. <laughs> I know. I'm sure NFL films would too. Chris Jericho, hour number three. He knows the Khan family very well. Coming up. Hold on, let me see how about that soundbite? Yeah, we worked him out, and I wasn't there, of course. It's just everybody telling me, you know, how great he looks, and I'm like, you got to. I'm telling you, he's one of the greatest competitors I've ever known. Oh, baby, that would be great. But how about, I, I, honestly, I, the, the anger that came from it, from football players and who think he doesn't deserve an opportunity, I, I guess he is denying an opportunity to some 
undrafted free agent that's younger and uh, on an ups and needs the opportunity, I guess. But that undrafted free agent who needs the opportunity on the upswing doesn't have a history with this coach. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Uh, you know, it's all about who's in charge and the opportunity that it's given to you if you merit it or not. I, I don't know if, if, if I, you know, obviously I was on ESPN, but if Steve Bornstein wasn't the guy putting NFL Network together, would I, would, would I have been his first choice to be NFL Network's host? He knew me. He knew my work. He knew my work ethic. Yeah. He knew I wasn't an a-hole and I wasn't going to make a make him get phone calls at 2.30 in the morning because I was hooting with the owls doing anything <laughs> stupid. No. You know what I mean? He knew my wife just as well right. as he knew me. Right. You know? Yeah, it seems uh, so, kind of unlikely, maybe. I, I think that's what it boils that's down to. That's what I'm to. saying. I understand people's anger. Or, yeah. I, I can't say anger. I understand why it's become a conversation. But nepotism is a real thing. You know, it really is. And because of the coach, I, that's the reason he got the I, shot. And I think we all kind of have to understand yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the phrase we've heard our whole lives it's not what you know, it's, it's who, who you, you know. know. Like, do I deserve to be in this chair? I don't know, but you took a liking to me and put me here, right? So even though this guy on YouTube said I had the personality of a fish, <laughs> like you saw something and you put me here. So TJ's been reading the comments lately <laughs> all morning. <laughs> so what I'm saying is Why so do you it, do that. I, I know it's your that. job to read that sort of stuff, but just come on. It's not his job to read the comments, though. By the way, I think fish have great personality. <laughs> I had fish as a kid in my in my room. I had a fish, I had a turtle. Rich, you watch Ted Lasso. You know the shortest memory span is a goldfish. It's a goldfish, yeah. Right. So. <laughs> what does that mean? I, what video was that associated to, that comment? I, you know, let's not even say which, which one video it is. was it associated to. I'll tell you once we go to break. You know, <laughs> I want people to go watch it and then pile on. And then, oh, you know. my God. And don't <laughs> read the comments. Yeah, don't read the comments, bro. I'm not upset. Right. I'm just using it. Well done. <laughs> they call well him done. Flipper. Hour Flipper. three coming up. <laughs> 